0: Friends, I just want to remind each of you of how proud you should be of yourselves for hanging in there with your parents. They became our replacement teachers overnight and had to bounce some tough stuff, you know. Now the school is over, you should give yourselves a big pat on the back. And be sure to give your parent or guardian a hug, too. We made it. Now, on to the show. Welcome to All Things
1: Madison, the podcast exclusively for kids, sure to tickle your funny bone while learning something new at the same time. You'll hear from talking bears, laughing unicorns, and farting sloths.
2: Excuse me, announcer lady, but it ain't that kind of show. Are you sure? Um, yes. I'm the producer. That's the thrifty little diva show you're talking about. You know, the other
1: one. Okay, then. On that note, here's your host, Madison Lauren, and her dad. Ahem. Oh, right. Uh, let's see here. And her super smart, <laughs> hilariously funny, <laughs> best of best dads, Mr. Durante <laughs> Smith. Please enjoy the show.
0: Classic, Daddy. Classic. What? Did you really just make her say all that?
2: Well, yeah. It's our show.
0: You mean it's my show? It's got my name on it, remember? Besides, you already got a podcast.
2: You mean I can't have two? (laughs) And I'm producing it.
0: Oh, Daddy, can we just start the show?
2: Good idea.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Hey, boys and girls, welcome to my show. I'm excited to have you here. This show takes you behind the scenes of all the places you love. We talk with famous authors actors, and people who make movies, and you'll learn some neat stuff too. Oh yeah, and then there's my dad, the goofball, who helps out a little too, and answer the joke of the day for a chance to win an autograph postcard from your girl. Okay, so stick around for another fun-filled episode. Enjoy the show. Hey friends, today we're doing something really cool. I interviewed Miss Laura Campbell, who's an aerospace engineer and a former rocket scientist who worked on stuff for NASA. Yeah, you heard that right, a rocket scientist. How cool is that? Miss Laura gives us a scoop on the spaceship launch tomorrow, Saturday, May 30th, 2020, and she tells us some cool stuff about her job, too. So, without further ado, that's just a fancy word for saying making you wait. <laughs> Here's my interview with Ms. Laura. Enjoy! Hey Ms. Laura, welcome to the show. Hi Madison, thanks for having me. You're welcome. I see you are an aerospace engineer, former rocket scientist who worked contracts for NASA. Am I right? Yes. Can you tell me more about it? Yeah, so I went to school to be a rocket
3: scientist, and um, after a few years of working on airplanes, I had the opportunity to be a rocket scientist. I worked at a company uh, called Rocket Plane Kistler, which you probably haven't heard of. It didn't exist for a long time, Um, but when it did, I was there, and we got to work on a contract for uh, sending cargo to the International Space Station.
0: Oh, wow. What is an International Space Station? Oh, boy.
3: Um, Well, the International Space Station is a habitat that orbits around the earth and it's called the international space station because it's got pieces from different countries from the united states from russia from france from canada from all over the world they have come together and it was assembled in space and astronauts from different countries all go there and they do experiments um, in space so that's what they do
0: Very interesting, too. So I asked my audience to send me some questions. Is that okay? Oh, I'd love to hear your audience's questions. Okay. The first question is, how heavy is a rocket ship from Nadia Pusey,
3: Oslo, Georgia? Uh, I'm assuming that we're talking about the SpaceX spaceship. So the SpaceX Starship, um, it weighs 7.5 million pounds when it's loaded with fuel. Hmm. A lot of pounds. That is a lot of pounds. So that's the equivalent of something like thirty seven hundred elephants. So think about how big an elephant is, and then put almost four thousand of those together in a room, and that's how much
0: the uh the SpaceX spaceship weighs. Amazing. Okay, next question. Hi madison I have a few questions for your rocket scientist interview. Question one, is a college degree required to be a rocket scientist? Yes, absolutely. Okay. Question two. If so, what classes or major is it required or recommended? That's a really good
3: question. And I think my answer is that there are many, many ways that you could choose to to take your path to get a degree and become a rocket scientist. You can pick degrees in math, you can pick degrees in science, you can pick degrees in engineering. Um, any one of those would get you to on a path um, that you could become a rocket scientist. So I'll tell you about what my background was. I decided to go into engineering physics. So it was a little bit of engineering, and it was a little bit of physics, and it was kind of the best of both worlds so that I could study both and decide which way I wanted to pick, either engineering or science. And I went more of the engineering, the hands-on technical uh, path where I could have chose to go more into the uh, abstract, science, um, theor- theoretical stuff. and But that's not the way that I decided to go. I decided that I wanted to be more hands-on uh, in the technical. Wow. So you like building stuff. I love building stuff. You had to teach me to build something one day. So do you build the Legos? I do. I'm trying to work on it. It's really hard, though. So Legos is a really great way to learn engineering skills and building skills and you learn how things work and how things go together. And I highly recommend anybody who wants to be an engineer or be a rocket scientist just to play with building toys. And Lego is like the best building toy out there. Okay. So you're like a master Lego builder? Well, I don't know that I'm a master Lego builder. I don't know if you can see behind me, but there's some Lego sets behind me. There's a plate that has like a handprint, but then next to that is a space shuttle, and next to that is actually a Saturn V rocket. And both of those are built up Lego. Wow.
0: Yeah. So that means you're really good at taking stuff apart, putting things together? Yes. Okay. Question three, what is the approximate time that is spent getting a rocket ready to launch? Oh, that's a really interesting question. And, you know, I have
3: to say that I don't really know. Um, but, but here's the cool thing about that question. When I think about to when I was eight years old and what the, the space program was, it was all about the space shuttle. And it's, it's what everybody thinks of with the, the white and black space shuttle with the orange, you know, fuel tanks behind it taking off. And, and that took months to turn around and get to launch another space shuttle. And what's going on right now is so much different than what it was when I was was eight. Uh, Now we are working towards trying to get to a place where we could probably turn around uh, and do another launch within days or weeks. It's, uh, it's really incredible uh, how we're trying to go from what it was, where we threw away all of this material, to trying to become reusable and get to a place where millions can get to space, not just a few hundred that have made it into space like today.
0: Wow. That one was from Melissa Willis from Murphysboro, Tennessee. Hi, this is Gabrielle from Powder Springs, Georgia. I've been to NASA and would like to know, are there going to be any astronauts inside the space shuttle? Also, where is the shuttle going? Oh, see, that's a good question. The space shuttle that's going to
3: launch on Saturday is going to be going to the International Space Station. And it's actually going to be carrying two people. Um, these these two gentlemen have both been astronauts in the past. And I think it's their third flight each. So. They're both going to go, um, one of them is going to be in charge of taking off and getting to the space shuttle, and the other one's going to be in charge of um, doing everything to make sure that it interfaces with the shuttle correctly and getting away from, or getting away, getting to the, the, uh, the space station correctly, and then coming back away from the space station. So uh, both of them very important. Uh, test pilots, I can't think of two better people to, uh, to be on this mission. Yeah, and, they, and they've and they both flown before. So both of them flew two shuttle missions apiece. No, they are astronauts. And then now they're going up each. This is their third time going up. So they're um, experienced test pilots and experienced astronauts.
0: Next question. Okay, this one's from Diverse Camp. I'm wondering, are there mathematicians on the team helping with the takeoff and landing, like
3: in the movie Hidden Figures? That's a really good question. And I'm going to answer that question with a yes, but not really. So, um, if you think back to the time that, um, the movie Hidden Figures was talking about, computers were, were huge and, um, they weren't, um, they weren't as powerful as, say, the computer that I'm talking to you on right now. Um, And so you you needed people to be doing the hand calculations that actually did the math to figure out how to get people to the moon and back. Today, all that work is done on a computer, but you still, it still takes people, it still takes mathematicians and programmers to write the code that the computer executes.
0: Wow. Amazing. Okay. Kennedy from Loganville, Georgia. I would like to know when you are in the space shuttle, do you have to wear oxygen masks at all times? Um, No, you don't have to wear an oxygen mask all the
3: time. They actually carry their own oxygen with them. And it's almost like they're in a little a little habitat that has oxygen and they can breathe. So they can take their, their helmets off um, when they're in the space station and um, sometimes
0: when they're in orbit also. Okay. even the Tennessee, it's very old. And she wants to know why sometimes she can see the sun and the moon at the same time.
3: So I think the reason that the uh, that you can see the moon the same time that you see the sun during the day is the same reason that you see the moon during night. The sun is so bright, it reflects off of all the other surfaces in the solar system. So what you're seeing, the light from the moon in the daytime or the nighttime, is really the sun being reflected off of it.
0: Really? It's pretty cool, huh? Yeah. Emily Shelley from Atlanta, Georgia. Let's Now, why do all the planets orbit the sun in the same direction? Wow,
3: that's a really, really good question. So, if you think about when the solar system formed, okay, it was one gigantic ball of gas, and all of the planets and the sun all came from that one single ball of, of, of gas. So, as that ball, that cloud, um, all came together, it started to flatten. And it, as it flattened, it would start to spin like a big disk, and all of the planets came from that. And the sun was in the center, and all of the planets orbit in the same direction that that original rotating disk of gases spun. Does that make sense?
0: Sort of. Sort of. <laughs> what didn't make sense? Um, not really quite sure, but kind of does. So they're saying first it was flat, and then they started to orbit around the sun. Yeah, so as it came together and
3: it flattened, and all of that stuff was pulled out, it's kind of like when you take a ball on a string and you rotate it, the ball flies to the outside, and the same thing happened with all the planets. And they all kind of came together and formed these balls, and they all went around the sun as if they were on a string around the sun.
0: Wow, it makes sense now. Diane Faulkner is six years old. and was in Atlanta, Georgia. She wants to know, what do you study in college to become a rocket scientist? Well,
3: there are a lot of things that you can study to become a rocket scientist. You can study engineering like I did. You can study chemistry. You can study physics. And, of course, all of those things, to become a rocket scientist, you need math. Madison, can I tell you a secret? Yes. When I was in elementary school, I didn't think I was very good at math. Really? Really? really. And yet I still became a rocket scientist. You know what happened? So like when I was when I was in elementary school, the numbers all got jumbled together in my head and I couldn't make any sense of them. But then when I got older in in some of the more advanced math classes, they started replacing numbers with letters and it became more about patterns than it did about like adding and subtracting and multiplying and dividing. And that's when math started making sense. So if any of your listeners or your audience thinks that, you know what, I don't think I can do this because I don't think I'm very good at math, I say just wait a little while. And if this is something that you really want to do, then just keep at
0: it. Wow, good advice. on Flockner, eight years old, lives in Atlanta, Georgia. He says, I did a science project this year to see which rocket will fly higher using two different fuel sources mixed with baking soda. One was vinegar and the other one was citric acid. It was really fun. What is in a real rocket fuel and what makes them fly so far? Wow, that sounds like
3: a really cool experiment. I kind of want to do that experiment now myself to see which one works better. Um, So what is in a real rocket? Well, there's a lot of different kinds of rocket fuel. But if I think about what uh, SpaceX is using to launch the spaceship later today, they are using kerosene and liquid oxygen. So take a deep breath, you're breathing in oxygen. That's the same thing that helps the space shuttle and the space, um, the spaceship today go up. Well, so that's what it made us? Yep, now in the case of the space, uh, the spacecraft, they use liquid oxygen while you're breathing in, gas oxygen, but
0: it's still the same thing. Okay, Radio Launch, nine old, strings Springs, Georgia to know why is it important to get to space and why are they
3: doing this? Oh that is a really really good question and I think there are two ways that you can answer that question. One is from the head and the other is from the heart. So if I were to answer that question with my heart, it's to grow technology, it's to explore other worlds, it's to feed our curiosity and to give us a sense of accomplishment. And all of those things are really, really important. But there's some other things that are really important about going to space too. So if I answer that question with my head, um, and I think about all the technology that we get from exploring in space, it's all about thinking about problems in a different way than we can here on Earth. So let me give you an example of something that they're trying to do right now. It's not yet a thing, but it's gonna be a thing in, in the near future. So, right now on the International Space Station, they are learning how to 3D print organs. You can't do that here on Earth. So, they're taking like little bits of material and they're trying to print a heart or a lung or something that you can't do here on Earth because gravity makes all of those pieces just kind of fall down. But you can do it in space because there's no
0: gravity. And That's going to save
3: lives. That's one reason why it's
0: really important to go to space. Uh, Sometimes they do it for the heart, and sometimes they do it just because it's a reason.
3: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, sometimes you do things just because you want to do them, and some people just want to go to space. And then, yes, you often need a reason uh, to be able to convince someone else that it's also important. And so those reasons are usually important, like saving lives.
0: Wow. Very interesting. Fascinating. Jackson, nine years old, lives in Patterson, Georgia. He wants to know how do they make metal strong enough to withstand in the pressure of space?
3: Oh, that's an interesting question. So I think the first thing that I want to say is that the pressure in space probably isn't as strong as Jackson thinks it is. In fact, when we took men to the moon, Some of the material that was between the person and uh, the vacuum of space was really thinner than some of the tinfoil that you have in your kitchen right now. That's how thin it was. But Jackson's right. You do need really, really strong materials to go to space. And the reason for that is because uh, the vibration and the heat to get from Earth to outer space. And so how do you do that? Well, um, metals like aluminum, like iron, like titanium, like nickel. All of those are really good at some things, but not very good at other things. So like aluminum is really lightweight. Nickel is really, really strong. Titanium is really strong and light, but it costs a lot of money and there's not very much of it. So what we do is we take different metals, all of those metals, and we can put them all together. And then... We make an alloy out of all those different metals. And the metal that we make out of that is good in all of those things better than any of one of those single metals could be on its own. So if you think about what's going on the Starship, it's made of a stainless steel, which is really just iron and carbon. And then uh, the stainless part of it, they add nickel to it to make it strong. And they add uh, chromium to it so that it doesn't rust as much. And so all of those things put together make a, a material that if you just had one metal by itself, it couldn't do all the all those metals combined
0: do. Oh, uh, now I see. Hmm, interesting. Last question. Tyler from Nashville, Tennessee, wants to know what is the rocket film made of?
3: Oh, you know what? Um, you're gonna laugh when you hear how simple it is. It's made out of oxygen and
0: hydrogen and that's it. Wow, that's so easy. It is so easy. Last but not least, what will you tell kids who one day want to become a rocket scientist just like you? Oh boy, that's a good question.
3: So if I were going to go back and talk to my eight year old self, because when I was eight years old, I would go out into my backyard and I would look up at the stars And I would tell myself, I really want to go there someday. I really wanted to be an astronaut and a rocket scientist. So if I were to go back and talk to my eight-year-old self, I think I would tell myself to believe all those people who tell you you can be whatever you want to be. So first and foremost, you have to believe in yourself. And then the second thing would be to just to study hard. So you need the math, you need the science, um, you need to be able to think through problems. And so that kind of goes back to the first thing I said with believing in yourself, because sometimes you come across a problem and it's really, really hard. But if you believe in yourself, you're gonna find a solution to that and you're gonna be smarter the next time you come to a problem. So I think that's what I would I would say is uh, believe in yourself, and don't be afraid of problems and um, study hard. So you're saying try your best? Well, yes, trying your best is always important. Okay, thank you Miss Laura for coming on my show. Madison, thank you so much for having me. It has been so wonderful to get to meet you and I am so, so happy that you had me on. You're welcome. Don't be ashamed of the show. Bye. Bye.
1: We'll return in just a moment, right after we thank our sponsors. Hey daddy, is
0: it ringing yet? Yep. Doesn't that mean shopping for new clothes? It does. And wouldn't now be a good time to tell people about my t-shirts?
2: It would. And all your new merchandise, too. Right. So go right ahead. These are your fans. They're sort of like your extended family. And as I always say, people don't know how to support you if you don't tell them.
0: Okay, guys. So here's the deal. I got stickers, phone cases, notebooks, book bags, water bottles, and of course, cool t-shirts. Okay, how's that, Daddy?
2: Good. Now wrap it up.
0: So get your tees, please, at shopmadisonlauren.com. You don't want to be left out. Trust me. And support your girl today. Thank you.
1: And now back to the show. <sighs> 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 <sighs>
0: Daddy, can not answer this riddle? Can Peter Pan pick a pack of pickled peppers while popping pot pies? What on earth? Like Peter Pan. Like, you know who Peter Pan is, right? What
2: are pickled peppers?
0: Pick a pack of pickled peppers. It's like peppers that you eat while popping pot pies.
2: And what is popping pot pies?
0: Like chicken pot pie, turkey pot pie. When you get a pot pie fresh out of the oven? It's got a little bump in it, and it's fun to poke it. That's popping pot pies, get it?
2: Ah, now I see. Interesting. Hmm, I don't know. Maybe we should ask that gentleman sitting right there at the curb. Excuse me, sir. My name's Durante, and this is my daughter.
0: Hello. Hello there. My name's Madison Lauren, and this riddle's tricky.
2: You don't
4: say. what makes it so tricky?
0: Because it's a hard tone twister. Hmm.
4: Well, let me hear the question.
0: Can Peter Pan pick a pack of pickled peppers while popping pot pies?
4: Can Peter Pan pick a pack of pickled peppers while popping pot pies? I can't really say. Let me call my wife. She's good at these sorts of things. Hello, dear.
5: Charles, what seems to be the matter? Are you coming home soon?
4: No, no, I'm sitting here in conversation with a lad and his daughter at the park, you see, and they've just asked me the most curious question. I said to myself, it has your name written all over it.
5: Well, what's the question, Charles?
4: Can Peter Pan pick a pack of pickled peppers while popping pot pies?
5: Hmm. Can Peter Pan pick a pack of pickled peppers while popping pot pies? I've never heard of such, Charles.
4: Neither have I. That's why I thought I'd call you.
5: Well, let me try Martha.
4: That sounds like a dandy idea.
5: Hey, Martha. Sarah, how are you? It's been such a long time. Yes, yes, I know. We can catch up later. I've got some things in the oven cooking. Look, I just have a quick question for you. Well, what seems to be the question, Sarah? Charles called me with a question, and it's a dandy one, if you will. A dandy question, you say? Yes, a dandy one, if you will. Well, spit it out then, lady. Don't just leave me in suspense all day. The question is, can Peter Pan pick a pack of pickled peppers while popping pot pies? Say what? Can Peter Pan pick a pack of pickled peppers while popping pot pies? Can Peter Pan pick a pack of who? Can Peter Pan pick a pack of pickled peppers while popping pot pies? Well, I don't know if he can do that. Let me ask George. George is upstairs. Hold on one second, dear.
1: George! George!
2: What do you want? I'm trying to take a nap.
5: I have a question for you. Can Peter Pan pick a pack of pickled peppers while popping pot pies? I don't
2: know. And leave me alone. I'm trying to
5: sleep. Well, what does that? Seems he doesn't know either, Sarah. Sorry I couldn't be of more help. Don't worry about it. I'll ring you back later when I have a little more time. Yes, of course. Goodbye. Charles? You there? Yes, dear. Neither Martha nor George knows the answer. Sorry to disappoint, Hun. I see. Can you pick up a loaf of bread while you're out?
4: Yes, yes, of, of course, my love. See you in a bit. Sorry, mate. It, it seems there's no such luck on my
2: end. Wish I could have been more help. Ah, uh, thank you, my friend. Good day. Madison, come on. Let's keep going. Come on, keep up. <sighs> <sighs> Just a little bit faster. We're almost there. Okay, stop, let's stop, (sighs) let's stop. Okay, that's a good jog. What do you think?
0: Yeah, definitely. Hey, what about the lady over there?
2: Uh, the one with the wolf?
0: (laughs) That's not a wolf, Daddy. It's a dog.
2: Yeah, it looks like a wolf to me. I don't care what you say.
0: Well, how about we ask her?
2: Yeah, I'll let you do that one.
0: Excuse me, miss. Can you answer this riddle for me, please? Um, I'll try. Can Peter Pan pick a pack of pickled peppers while popping pot pies? Hmm, let me think.
1: Well, can Peter Pan pick a pack of pickle peppers? Can Peter Pan pick a pack of pickle peppers? Peter Pan, pick a pack of pickle peppers while popping, while popping the cars.
0: I hope that helps. Bye-bye. Daddy, what on earth was that?
2: Honestly, I don't know. That was bananas.
0: That turned into a musical or something, didn't it?
2: Yeah. And where did the band come from?
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, anyway. Hey, guys. We need your help to solve this tongue twister riddle. Leave us a video what Peter Pan can do that other kids cannot. And the winner will get an autographed postcard from yours truly. (laughs) Bye-bye. And now it's time for the joke of the day. (laughs) Ready, Daddy? Here we go. What is a witch's favorite subject in school? I don't know. Spelling. Wow. (laughs) Get it? Witches do spells. That was a good one. Okay. Why did the cookie go to the hospital? Okay. Because he felt crummy.
2: (laughs) Yeah, that was a good one.
0: <laughs> Get it? Cookie? Crumbs? Crummy? Alright, next one. Why was the baby strawberry crying? You got me. Because her parents were in the jam.
2: That was a good one.
0: <laughs> <laughs> next. What did the little corn say to the mama corn? I don't know. Where's popcorn? <laughs> 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 and last. What animals always at a baseball game?
2: I don't know.
0: A bat. Get it, baseball bat. Good job. <laughs> that was a really good one. Okay, guys, we need your help. Help us with the joke of the day. And the winner will get all got to postcard from yours truly. So leave us a comment or better get to the video. And we'll be sure to like it. Okay, bye-bye. And now it's time for the word of the day. The word of the day is approximate. Approximate is close to the actual, but not completely accurate or exact. It also means to come close or be similar, but not exactly alike. The cake mixture was approximate to that of my Nana's, but it wasn't exactly like hers. The word of the day is approximate. Hey, friends. Thank you so much for checking out my show. And if you're just tuning in, you can find all the previous episodes on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts and my YouTube channel under All Things Madison. Hey, that's me. (laughs) And subscribe. I need more fans, guys. All right, I'm out.
1: Bye. Thank you for listening to All Things Madison. Kindly take a moment to subscribe, leave a comment, and rate the show so that our participating partners know you are following along. You can get your Madison Lauren graphic tees at shopmadisonlauren.com or follow her YouTube channel at All Things Madison. This production was brought to you by Infinity Global Media Group, LLC. Contact us at smith.doronte at gmail.com for bookings or more information.